G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 515 of the Transmove Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com, and be super selfish, ask as many questions uh, yeah, many questions as you like, and while you're there, you might as well spoil yourself, and check out a few of the posts I've been knocking around on lately. I've got um, Jan Fredino's Olympic Distance training program up there at the moment, I've uh, got Craig Alexander's Ironman Kona winning training week, um, what her typical training build would look like for him up on the website now. And um, I've also recently updated the sports gel. So for the people who want to make their own sports gels and save themselves a fortune with doing so, um, and you know play around with the recipe so it's something that's going to benefit you, if you click on um, resources within the transmove.com website, click on resources, go down to under the headline of nutrition, there'll be something on the lines of saying um, homemade sports gels. Just click on that and they will have the full recipe there. And it's all, you know, it's all good stuff. Today's question comes from Lachlan, who I coach, and he wrote on um, the comments of a long run. Um, that he did uh, was tossing up between doing this on the treadmill versus going outside and doing it in the heat and hitting some hills could be an interesting concept for discussion on our podcast also also doing the long rides on the trainer versus outside on the road so um so basically a very quick thing this was supposed to be a two hour 20 minute run he did um and he did do it and he and he did it on the trainer most people only do only you need a very good reason to jump on a treadmill to 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 run for two hours 20 minutes but but we'll get it through all that in a minute um i am a very 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 big fan of whatever it takes for you to get the session done so for, for instance um do i like treadmills i like the idea of having a treadmill there i like having it in my man cave not you not, having it and not needing it than needing it and not having it when i've i don't use it very often when i do use it because it's generally pouring with rain or freezing cold you know, more pouring of rain or I'm expecting someone at my house and I've got to be hanging around for it or I'm looking after a niece or a nephew or whatever and they're you know too young to leave at home or whatever something like that that treadmill is worth its weight in gold um but having said that there's people like for the, an indoor bike trainer there people aren't some people aren't confident to go out to, for a ride outside um so whatever it's going to take for that athlete to get that session done whether they're doing 100% of their training indoors or 100% of their training outdoors or whatever it is as long as there's training getting done that that takes the biggest priority in my opinion same with swimming when people carry on about athletes who constantly swim with pool buoys or pull and paddles that you um they are hopeless well, it's getting them. It's getting them in the water. They're swimming laps with that. You take that away. All of a sudden, a two k swim gets turned into a six hundred and fifty meter swim, at best. And then three, you know, more sessions than not are getting missed. So whatever's going to get them in the water and training. So that, it's basically the same concept. 
whatever's going to get them, whatever's getting the athlete running, I'm a big fan of. Having said all that, um, if you're a serious athlete and you've got um, big goals, then you need backup plans for, for everything. So, if you've got um, big plans to get to Kona, for instance, you're a Kona, you want to be a Kona qualifying athlete, or you are a Kona, quali- Kona qualifying athlete, and it's pouring with rain outside, or and it's freezing as well, and heck, the snow's due in the next 10 minutes, and you've got a three-hour run to do, or a two-hour run. Not doing that run because the weather's crap isn't, is not even an option that 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 would never enter a Kona qualifier's head. So they they'll either go out and do do that session. But if that session's not going to get done outside, then they're on the treadmill, for instance. So there's always that backup, uh, a backup option for there. So you you you've got that side of things. You also have the side of things for treadmills as it's really good. Um, for leg turnover, faster speed sets, um, faster, not faster speed sets, uh, faster cadence sets. Um, I had an athlete, a kind of qualifying athlete that I was coaching, uh, um, he stopped about a year ago with us, but I was coaching him for four or five years, and he, um, in the... Um, build up to these big Ironmans. He was doing big miles, and I was worried that he was he's um, spending too much time on the ground. And the thing with running, you, you, you know, you want to spend a lot of time not on the ground. <laughs> you want to be flying, so for, so to speak. So you're spending a lot of time in the air. And so I was worried about he's he's spending too much time on the ground. So I was giving him these. Um, uh, sessions once a week um on the treadmill which was not wasn't key it wasn't terribly focused on the speed that he was doing or trying to hit this pace or whatever i was more worried about leg turnover and it really did the trick for him he he after the first set he did he goes yep he can feel an instant improvement he had no idea and um but we did that different we i'm just god i'm working off memory we did uh four weeks of um we did hill repeats fast feet hill repeats going up and down for 10 10 times one minute hill repeats followed by a five minute uh medium effort on the flats then straight back into hill repeats we did that like uh, three rounds of that to try and get leg speed um, or leg turnover, and then um, and then we switched to the treadmill, and he noticed a huge difference in the treadmill. And then when we went back to doing hill the hill repeats, um, he saw a huge difference in that too. Um, but I, I my mind just went elsewhere. I do to apologise. Um, but having said that, my son was doing had plans to do a sub 20 minute 5k um a couple of weeks ago who the original plan was but he ended up getting injured but what he was doing ended up having a abdominal injury but what he would do um with the session because he was getting me to do his programs for him um one of the sessions i was getting him to do was try it was we're doing um six rounds of 
2 times 30 seconds at a fast effort at 2% incline um, with 30 seconds rest. Uh, then it was 2 times 30 seconds at a fast rate at the same pace at 4% incline with 30 seconds rest and then 2 times 30 seconds at 0% incline and as I was saying to him once you get to that 0% incline you're just going to feel like you're running straight off the front of that treadmill so that was we're focusing on leg speed for him on that So and he saw um, he hated the session hated it but he, he did it um, and he saw instant improvement on that so there, there is that side of things um, but but for most people, um, one of the best investments I ever did was get a treadmill for the house. Very rarely used, but when I do, as I've mentioned, it's worth its weight in gold. Um, and I do think that's probably the same with a, with a lot of people as well. A lot of people have treadmills. Now, I will say, anyone who's thinking of buying a treadmill, at minimum, you probably want something at least one and a half horsepower, at minimum. Um, ideally two and a half plus horsepower is what you probably really want but a minimum one and a half anyway um but you've got if another thing to use a treadmill for would be if you're getting a little niggling injury um a foot injury or something like that and you still want to run a treadmill is a much safer way of doing that um so you can put it put it on the treadmill put it up a few percent incline and start running um on that you'll probably find you're going to be it's probably going to be a lot safer with that um also coming back from injuries can be safer that way because it's more controlled i will also say that for the long runs because your foot's landing in the exact same position in the exact same way in the exact same pace every time it's a lot different the general body's not used to that um we're used to running outside where your foot's landing in all sorts of different positions depending on what the road's doing and depending on the footpath and up and down there's always even if you think it's flat there's always these little movements to it where on the treadmill it's not so you can't if you haven't been on the treadmill for a while going straight into two hours straight non-stop um it does come with an element of risk that of of injury so just something as simple as adding 30 seconds of walking or a minute walking every 10 minutes of running will limit that significantly limit that so that and it also helps pass the time too because you just you're breaking your um run off into 10 minute lots and you're not looking at is oh that's an hour now but you've chosen to run two hours 20 minutes on a treadmill when you could have run outside for instance so there is no wrong on that it's all good also another thing to keep in mind um the people who run on the treadmill a lot and very and and don't run too much on the outside in particular and this is the same for people who run a lot of trails and not running on roads very often when they get to these races and the, and the race is all road all hard ground um that's when things can happen like all of a sudden you're getting blisters you're getting um extra you know you're getting more pain on all your joints because they're not used to that hard pounding um so you also have to keep all that in mind as well but I do like the treadmill. Um, it's you. You 
got a lot more control of what you can and can't do. As for doing your long rides indoors versus outdoors, I much rather those get done outdoors. But however, if the motivation is for you to do it indoors, because um, for whatever reason, I'm all for it. Um, but you you limit the skill levels. Um, I noticed just in particular of myself. Um, my bike handling skills, since I do a majority of my rides outdoor indoors, uh, my bike handling skills has gone down dreadfully, and uh, um, you you don't really notice it too much when you're riding by yourself. But you jump into a bunch, and it stands out like dog balls. It it's significant, and um, so you've got bike handling skills, which people go, oh, I'm, I'm in a time trial bike, I ride straight. When there's technical aspects to the to the race course, you, you can save or lose significant times on those if your bike handling skills has all been indoors. So you've got that side of things. Uh, and you're just getting used to that, you know, headwind, tailwind, crosswinds. Um, so, and then with long rides indoors, you generally, the power of and torque indoors versus outdoors, they're generally not comparable. Outdoors, you're generally getting that little bit more quality thrown into it than what you do on the indoors. I will also add that if I've seen it a, a number of times where people put their, do their long rides indoors and their power's gone too low and they're not really getting anything out of it. Um, it, Like if you've got a, let's call it a four-hour bike ride and you've done it in, and you've done it indoors, but your average power is well under 50% of your FTP, I think you've just added a lot of stress and no um, real benefit to that for yourself. You haven't, um, you haven't really done anything that's going to help you on race day except for sit sit on a bike for that long um so that's that that's just my opinion on it but again whatever's going to get the athlete moving towards um in their training is i'm a, a huge fan of and but generally when i have um i've got all these training sessions saved within my um, final surge account my coaching account, uh, just hundreds of sessions I've saved. I've, I make them myself and I've saved them. And anything under 90 minutes, I always give, I always have under the under the column trainer for, for the athletes to use for the uh, on the trainer because they generally get the bigger bang for their bucks for sessions under 90 minutes, always best to be done on the trainer. Um, but, they're, but they're always, I always give them the freedom that, the sessions can be done outside if they like. It's just I've I've got saved under trainer. But if you want to do that outside, you can. I myself um, recently have done given myself the freedom. It's the first time I've actually done this. Given myself the freedom to swap any any um, session I like that's ninety minutes with this session I call the um, I call it the Bronx Loop in my head. Um, it's a white white hills and um, Rave loop. I, it's it's um, pretty hard hills straight for the first half and the last half. It's another good couple of really sharp, nasty hills in the that I call the Bronx area, which is Ravenswood, which is just one giant shithole. And 
uh, and you and you got to go fast through there, or you know, you'll get your bike stolen off you in that area. But um, but I always get a lot. It's a huge bang for my buck that particular ride. So no matter what session it is, I've got planned. I'll give myself the freedom to actually swap that off the trainer and do that particular ride. If it's a threshold, the power is going to be different than if it's a VO2 ride. I'm going to be doing also, but generally. Generally speaking, I'm always guaranteed a headwind going from White Hills to to Ravo, for instance, and that's a a solid 12k headwind. So it's with a with rolling hills along the way. So it's it's a good ride. I, I, it's my favourite ride at the moment. But anyway, um, I don't know where I was going with this story, but um, yeah. If you, Anything under 90 minutes, I'd definitely be on the trainer for sure. Um, well, preferably on the trainer, you'll get more bang for your buck. Anything over that, if you're confident to do it. I had an athlete once, years ago, that um, was in New York City. And she, um, probably one of my early, early athletes um, that I started coaching. She was in New York City. Zwift was a really new thing at the time. Well, it was here anyway, and she didn't know anything. I think I was very early on in Zwift, um, where where I was getting the orange jersey for, for doing nothing. Um, she, uh, but she, she, she wanted to, um, she could, she didn't want to do the train. She hated the trainer, but was too afraid to go outside. And um, she liked the concept of being a triathlete without doing the triathlon training. And um, but it was a it's a shame because the, there really wasn't a hell of a lot going on with the smart trainers and and, and stuff at the time because she would have really benefited greatly from that. No, I I haven't spoken to her had any communication with her in years unfortunately, but I but hopefully she's co- she's gone on to Zwift and she she someone like her should be doing um just about a hundred percent of her training indoors just because she she was hated the trainer she she'd maybe put in 20 minutes and then say that's it i'm done uh, but she was too afraid to ride outdoors and and i can I could, i've never been to new york but from everything i've seen i don't really blame her but yeah but anyway i don't know if i've answered any of your questions apart from me just gibber on a lot here so yeah, but we have we have clocked up almost 19 minutes. So if you guys have any training, racing, or nutrition questions you don't want answered and you just want me to gibber on a bit, send them through to tim at transmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo.